In today's episode, we dive into the newly passed Secure 2.0 Act and its impact on retirement calculations. From changes to contribution limits, RMDs, and new rules for 401ks, this legislation has the potential to shake up the way we plan for retirement. So join us as we break down the details and help you understand how the Secure 2.0 Act might affect your retirement plans. Stay tuned. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. Label Sternbach joins us right now. Label, hello. Can you explain the changes to RMDs with the secured 2.0 Act and specifically the age increase from 73 in 2023 and 75 in 2033, 10 years from now. Yeah, so one of the one of the big changes that was made to the SECURE Act is that the the age that you're required to take your distributions from your retirement accounts, which historically was 70 and a half, and then the original SECURE Act bumped that up to age 72. That has gotten another bump, and that's something that I've been talking about for a while. If you're on my email list, or if you've been on any of my webinars, I've been telling you that this is coming down the pike. They finally made it happen, and I think it's long past due that they've done it. So this is a boon to investors. What this allows is that you don't have to start drawing down from your retirement savings until age 73, starting this year, and then age 75 in the year 2033. I don't like the fact that they pushed that out to 2033 because that's essentially saying that there's a whole generation of retirees that are going to miss out and going to have to take those early RMDs. But it's still, you got to take your wins where you can. And it does seriously change up some of the considerations when it comes to how we plan for retirement. That along with some of the other changes as well that I'm sure we'll get to. We're talking with Libel Sternbach this morning. And for our listeners who don't know what we're talking about when I mentioned RMD, and I apologize, I shouldn't put out the acronym before we said the actual term. Can you explain for everyone what that is? Yeah, so an RMD or required minimum distribution is... Basically, Congress's way of making sure that you don't use your retirement accounts as a personal piggy bank for the rest of eternity. You can't grow money tax deferred without paying taxes on it forever. They want to know that you're going to take that money out and that they're going to be able to tax those dollars. So your money in your 401k, your traditional IRA, 403bs, pretty much any kind of retirement account, even some annuities, they're they're going to require that you take that money out and they're going to tell you how much you have to take out from those accounts. And when that money comes out, just like you got a tax deduction when you put the money in, when the money comes out, you're going to have to pay taxes on it as if it was ordinary income. That's a burden on retirees because let's say you only needed to pull out $20,000 or $30,000 every year to supplement your social security income. But comes along the IRS and says, no, you have to take out 4% the first year, and then it increases up to about 20%. And it's designed to make you drain your retirement savings. It's designed to make it so that your, your account balance is essentially zero by the time you die. 
And so what ends up happening is, you know, that 20 or $30,000 that you're taking to supplement your social security or your pension, all of a sudden that starts increasing and it can increase dramatically way more than what you require. And that bumps up your tax bracket. You go from being a 0% tax bracket to a much higher tax bracket, sometimes even higher than when you were working because of these required minimum distributions, which then affect your social security, right? Because that gets taxed at a higher rate. It affects everything. And so you really want to try to control that. So the fact that Congress gave us some additional time before we have to take RMDs is very helpful. But honestly, they should they should abolish it entirely. It's something that I've talked about. I'm on the record. I've been quoted in the media as advocating for this. I think that the fact that the secure the original secure act eliminated the fact that it made it so that people who inherit your account they have to take rmds within 10 years they have to drain that account within 10 years so why does congress need to attach rmds while you're still alive they're going to get their chunk of change they're going to get it at a higher tax bracket so all they're doing is getting some upfront tax dollars in exchange for depleting everyone's retirement savings which i think is really short-sighted to congress and it's something that we as financial planners as retirees as investors we have to make sure that we are protecting ourselves from this so that we don't let Congress stick their grubby hands into our retirement <laughs> savings and drain it faster than we can support. So is there any chance that the genie can be put back in the bottle libel? Yeah, there, there's, it, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, but there's definitely things that we can do to help mitigate how much, how much we're paying in taxes and retirement. And it all comes down to controlling what our income is in retirement and RMDs is part of that. And the fact that we now have more time before we have to take those RMDs means that if we're strategic about where we're taking our income from in retirement, and that might mean deferring Social Security longer or maybe taking Social Security earlier and then using our retirement accounts to supplement that income, that may make all the difference so that by time we're taking those RMDs, it's never going to be higher than what we need for income or that we have enough tax-free money because when we convert that and pay taxes on it at a time that we choose, so those years from when we stop working until we're required to take RMDs, we get to control how much income we're taking and we can possibly offset it with credits or deductions or exclusions on our tax, tax return. So all of that is really important considerations when we're doing retirement planning. Libel, can you talk about the decrease in the penalty for not taking these RMDs? Is that something that will actually benefit retirees, in your opinion? Yeah, so this is a huge one. This was like the big mark in all of our minds. I, in fact, I think most advisors just ignored it because they assumed that it wasn't going to change. But when I saw people talking about this, when I saw lawmakers talking about the fact that they were considering ch changing the RMD penalty. So if you don't take your requirement of distributions in order to incentivize people to take it, they said, if you don't take it, you're gonna have to pay a 50% tax penalty, which essentially meant that, okay, if you're even in the highest tax bracket, you're 37 or 39, if you include Medicare, you're paying, so that's less than 40% that you're paying in taxes. If you don't take your RMD and pay that 40%, you're gonna have to pay 50% for not taking an RMD, right? So there was never an incentive to not take your RMD. Comes along the Secure 2.0 Act, and what it does is it changes that, and it says, no, if you do not take your RMDs, 
that penalty goes down to 25%, right? Which now all of a sudden, well, if you're living on 100, 150,000 a year and your income is coming from taxable sources, you might be in that tax bracket anyways. And so now all of a sudden you might actually make the decision to defer and say, you know what, I'm not taking an RMD this year because it's in my interest. I'll actually pay less in taxes by paying the penalty than by taking the income. That is, that's a potential calculation that can happen now. I think it really changes the calculus because going from 50% to 25% is a big deal. I think also the fact that if you correct your tax return, it goes down to 10% also decreases the, the penalty, that pain point of what happens if you screw up with your RMD. Correcting a miss RMD used to be a little more complicated. Now there's less complications. You have more time to go back and fix it. So I think that's huge. We still have to see how the IRS comes out with their rules, but I think that this is going to be a huge game changer when it comes to how we do retirement planning. I think a lot of software out there and a lot of the online tools, they're not built based on these rules. And these rules will make a significant change in the assumptions and the plans that these tools are gonna spit out. So I think that it's a bit of a game changer. A companion question to that, can you also talk about the increase in catch-up contributions for certain types of retirement accounts in 2025? Yeah, so one of the one of the kind of things that it, it, it's this is in line with what's been happening in the rest of the tax code, which actually makes me very hopeful for 2026, and I'll explain that in a second. But what this makes the tax code has been getting an update where it's inflation adjusted, right? It used to be that you got your tax brackets and they were fixed, and you had your contribution limits and they were fixed to a certain dollar amount. And every few years, Congress would update it. But sometimes they didn't update it for 20 years, right? Contribution limits is one of those things that it would get periodic updates, but it didn't really keep pace with inflation. So the amount of money that you were able to contribute to your retirement accounts or the catch-up contributions when you reach age 50, you're able to contribute more, were not keeping pace with inflation. They were not keeping pace with people's needs. So one of the things that the Secure 2.0 Act does is it updates what those contribution numbers are and it then inflation adjusts it so that Congress doesn't have to pass a law every year or every time to update that number to make it reflect reality of what it should be. It's just gonna happen automatically. What I also like is it kind of like transfers control of that to the IRS, which makes things the IRS actually want you to save for retirement. They actually want you to do things properly and they're not out to get you. It's really Congress who's out to get you. <laughs> and so that, that I like that. Do you have a report that we can access that talks about the Secure Act 2.0? Yeah, so on my website, if you go, I've got a blog post, an article that I wrote on the Secure 2.0 Act where I dive into some more of these details and then what their impact is in terms of retirement planning. Also, over the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing some webinars and some more articles where we go into depth on some more of these different areas and how they affect retirement planning. And just a sneak peek, we're working on a tool that will help you for Social Security and retirement planning, specifically from the context of the Secure 2.0 Act and how do we what do you know how can we stress test our retirement plans and know what the right decisions are in light of these changes as we prepare to go for this time together can you give us one thing to think about libel we have about 30 seconds 
the number one thing, if you follow me, you got everything comes, you got taxes is the number one thing that you can do to prepare your retirement that you can save money. It is the easiest way to save money and to prop up your retirement plan. Taxes, saving money on taxes is an extra penny back in your pocket. And those pennies really add up. So the more that we can control our taxes and retirement and our working years, the more sound footing will be financially. Wonderful. Join us next week as we explore how the SECURE Act changes the math on doing Roth conversions, and then we'll explain why your retirement plan might be out of date. Stay tuned. If you would like to see how the Yields for You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at yieldsforyou.com. That's yieldsforyou.com. Or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 